when he made a great slaughter of them. As you do. I mean, he wants to win, so this is good. Welcome to McBurdo's expedition into the unknown and terrible. We have been stuck here in the ice for an eternity. Come into the captain's cabin and warm yourself before you head back out onto the decks. Welcome to my cabin. How long have we been trapped in this infernal ice pack? Or in the summer, tropical estuary. Writers can embellish on a story that they've heard, but hearing the words of someone who actually witnessed an event, sometimes shocking, always amazing. I have not read this before, so we're going to experience it together. I'm going to break in with my opinions. Chances are, as you are a crew member of the HMS Miser, you are not easily upset by the dark and terrible. I will warn you now that these may not have the most politically acceptable ideas or language because they come from the past and things were different then. Today we have the Duke of Marlborough's account of the Battle of Blenheim in 1704 and this is the battle that Actually, well, made him the Duke of Marlborough. And why Blenheim Palace is called Blenheim Palace. Blenheim was actually the first big French defeat during the reign of Louis XIV. So this is Marlborough's own account from the complete history of Spain, written in 1707. Sir, I give you an account on Sunday last of the situation we were then in, and that we expected to hear the enemy would pass the Danube at Lauringen in order to attack Prince Eugene at 11 of the clock that night. We had an express from him that the enemy were come, and desiring that he might be reinforced as soon as possible. I need help! Whereupon I ordered my brother Churchill to advance at one of the clock in the morning with his two battalions, and by three the whole army was in motion. For the greater expedition, I ordered part of the troops to pass over the Danube and follow the march of the twenty battalions, and with most of the horse and the foot of the first line, I passed the Lech at Rain and came over the Danube at Donawert so that we all joined the prince that night, intending to advance to this camp at Hochstadt, in order whereto we went out early on Tuesday with forty squadrons to view the ground, but found the enemy had already possessed themselves of it. Whereupon we resolved to attack them, and accordingly we marched between three and four yesterday morning from the camp at Munster, leaving all our tents standing. About six, we came in view of the enemy, who, we found, did not expect so early an onset. The cannon began to play about half an hour after eight. They formed themselves in two bodies, the elector with Monsieur Marsin and their troops on our right, and Monsieur de Tallard with all of his on our left, which last fell to my share. They had two rivulets, 
the side of morass before them, which we were obliged to pass over in their view. And Prince... I keep wanting to say it in the German way of Eugen, but it's Eugene. And Prince Eugene was forced to take a great compass to come to the enemy, so that it was one of the clock before the battle began. It lasted with great vigor till sunset, when the enemy were obliged to retire, and by the blessing of God we obtained a complete victory. We have cut off great numbers of them, as well in the action as in the retreat, besides upwards of twenty squadrons of the French, which I pushed into the Danube, where we saw the greater part of them perish. Monsieur Tallard, with several of his general officers being taken prisoner at the same time, and in the village of Blenheim, which the enemy had entrenched and fortified, and where they made the greatest opposition, I obliged twenty-six entire battalions and twelve squadrons of dragoons to surround themselves prisoners at discretion. The suspense is terrible. He, he's gonna go this time. I hope it'll last. We took likewise all their tents standing with their cannon and ammunition, as well as a great number of standards, kettle drums, and colors in the action, so I reckon the greatest part of Monsieur Tallard's army is taken or destroyed. The bravery of all our troops on this occasion cannot be expressed. The generals, as well as the officers and the soldiers, behaving themselves with the greatest courage and resolution. The horse and dragoons were obliged to charge four or five several times. The elector and Monsieur de Marsin were so advantageously posted that Prince Eugene could make no impression on them till the third attack, near seven at night, when he made a great slaughter of them. As you do. I mean, he wants to win, so this is good. <laughs> but being near a woodside, a great body of Bavarians retired into it, and the rest of that army retreated towards Lauringen, it being too late, and the troops too much tired to pursue them far. Lazy, lazy troops. I cannot say too much in praise of that prince's good conduct and the bravery of his troops on this occasion. You will please lay before their majesty and his royal highness, to whom I send my lord Tunbridge with the good news. I pray you likewise inform yourself and let me know of her majesty's pleasure, as well as relating to Monsieur Tillard and the other general officers, as for the disposal of near 1,200 other officers, between eight and 9,000 common soldiers, who, being all made prisoners in Her Majesty's troops, are entirely at her disposal. But as the charge of subsisting these officers and men must be very great, I presume Her Majesty will be inclined that they be exchanged for any other prisoners that offer. Because what are you going to do with them? Bring them back to England? No. I should likewise be glad to receive Her Majesty's directions for the disposal of the standards and colors, whereof I have not yet the number, but guess there cannot be less than 100, which is more than has been taken in any other battle these many years. Look at how awesome I did. I'm fantastic. You will easily believe that, in so long and vigorous an action, the English, who had so great a share in it, must have suffered as well as in the officers as men. But I have not the particulars. I am, sir, your most obedient, humble servant, Marlborough. 
It's a shorty. What I like about it is that he's just so matter of fact. Like, did this, did that, it's all good. It's good, we did good. In fact, we did better than anyone else, so hooray!